Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast. I am your host, Matt Reyes. What the fuck is going on? How's the day going for you? How's your week going? How was the Labor Day weekend? Did you get a drink? Did you get some good food? Did you have some good times with the family? If you don't have a family, did you have a good time by your fucking self? Because there's no excuse not to have a fucking good time in this life. Ladies and gentlemen, one day, one day in the future, this is a surety. This is not negotiable. You, me, everyone you know, everyone you've known will die. That is absolutely fucking real. So why not have a good fucking good time? Why not? Why not have a fucking good time while we are here? I'm not saying go fucking crazy and join a cult and start doing gay sex orgies in, a, in somebody's basement with a hood on your fucking head and chanting some old white song from the 1500s. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying join the Illuminati, ladies and gentlemen. What I am saying is relax. Take it easy. Take it fucking easy. Stop stressing. Stop overthinking. Stop projecting your emotions onto other people. Stop being angry at other people when you're mad at yourself. Stop being angry at other people when you're angry at yourself. That's my biggest pet peeve, probably. When somebody's mad at me, but they're really mad at themselves. Like, come on, man. And it's not like it really like even fucking affects me. I get it. I get it. People have motives. There's manipulation in this world. Uh, people have you know, emotions and all these factors that contribute people into being shitty to another person. But it's just like, it's not necessarily like the the action against me or like, I, I don't take it that seriously. What it is for me is just annoying. It's like, ah, uh, uh, like I want to have a good time. Don't you want to have a fucking good time? Does everything have to be a game of chess? Nobody wants to have a fucking good time. I, maybe I'm naive. Maybe it's my problem, right? Um, yeah, what the fuck am I even talking about? What the fuck am I even talking about, right? Um, went out a couple days ago. I'll talk about this. I went out a couple days ago. I'm driving. Uh, it's late at night. Just finished grabbing some fucking unhealthy food because uh, it was late. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm driving in the car. My girl's in the back. Baby strapped into the car seat. Driving down Peachtree, going home. I'm going home, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in going home mode. That means I'm still vigilant. I'm still awake enough to to be able to operate the vehicle that I'm in. But I'm a little bit like, eh, uh, I'm ready to go, you know. It's like it's like that mental effect. Like, anybody ever have to take a shit? And uh, you can hold it. But when you see a fucking bathroom, it could be a, a fucking... <laughs> 20 feet in front of you, but your ass knows the bathroom is there and it starts to relax, you know? <laughs> Does that ever happen to anybody? You got to fucking take a piss. You got to take a shit or something. But the closer that fucking bathroom is to you, for whatever reason, your body just responds to that. It's like the mental um, ability to hold in that shit. Those muscles just relax. Similar thing. When you're driving and you've been driving for a long fucking time and you're headed home and you know home is right around the fucking corner and home was right around the corner, folks, you might relax a little bit. And uh, I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson. Until you fucking get past that finish line, until your your, your chest breaks through that fucking, what is that, like a, a, I don't even know the name of it when you finish a fucking race. You can tell I run a lot, right? You can tell I do marathons. <laughs> When you go through the fucking rope or the whatever the fuck that shit is, the, the finish tape, the tape, run through the tape. 
There we go. There we go. Um, when your chest breaks through that tape, then you can fucking relax. But until you've fucking gone through that finish line and your feet past that checkerboard shit that they have at the end of the race, then you're not done. And I learned that lesson the hard way. I'm driving and there's some fucking moron that operates a vehicle that is to the left of me. And I'm not thinking anything of it. The guy, I'm not even paying attention to him. He's driving like a small sedan. I'm in an SUV. We're driving. He starts driving into my fucking lane on a curve. So I'm like, all right, maybe the guy just, you know, he's giving himself a little bit of leeway. I, ha- I still have a little bit of space. So I move over a little bit. I'm at the far right lane. He's in the middle lane. The guy continues fucking driving into my lane. There's no ability for me to brake quick enough or accelerate quick enough for this guy not to fucking hit me. So what do I do? I roll down my window while I'm honking the shit out of my fucking horn and I start screaming at the guy like, what the fuck are you doing? He notices, gets back in his lane and then ignores me and tries to play it off like he didn't fucking try to kill me and my family. Right. So, I, I, you know, what do I do? Like a responsible person, like an intelligent, logical human being, like somebody who's not always overcome with emotions and a reactionary fight or flight individual. I took down his license plate. No, that's not what I fucking did. I chased the fucking guy. I follow him for like four blocks and then we get to a red light and I pull up on his side. I was right behind him tailing him. I know he saw me. He stops. I go right over to his, um, to his passenger side and I roll down my window. He rolls down his window and I was like, I have my fucking daughter in the car. I have my fucking daughter in the back seat and you almost fucking drove us off the fucking road. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you out of your goddamn mind? And the guy says something to me that um, two things can happen when somebody gives you a response like this. (laughs) You can either realize that that individual is far beyond dangerous, far beyond mentally ill and just get away from them for your own safety. Or you can join them in their insanity and lose lose your fucking mind because that was like my two options. You know, I could have just said, "Okay, this guy's a fucking moron after he told me what he said, his response to being a bad driver. Or I could have got out the car and murdered him in cold blood. Um, the guy looks at me. He's like, "Come, get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. I was on my phone. I ain't even paying attention to you. This is what the guy fucking tells me. <laughs> he, he's driving and he says, I was on my fucking phone. I'm not even paying attention to you while he's operating a motor vehicle. What would you have done? What would you have done? Um, my girl immediately starts screaming to me, put your fucking window up, let it go. We'll just record the license plate. We got his license plate. I guess we do. I, I, I'm not into that. Like, you know, fucking, I should do it. I should do it. Cause that guy's going to kill somebody. He's going to kill some fucking innocent family. Cause he, and I, I saw him after, after he drove off, I was watching the guy. Cause I, I still want to beat the fuck out of him. He is, he has his phone on one of those like little holsters, like sitting on the dashboard And he's literally driving. And while he's driving, he's scrolling down his fucking Instagram. I swear to fucking God. I swear to all types of fucking gods. All the deities that have ever fucking existed. All the Jesuses that everybody fucking prays to. This motherfucker was driving foot on the fucking gas. Left hand on the wheel. Right hand toggling through his fucking phone. You know, and the decision I made, I made the smarter decision. I did not, you know, put the car in park at the next red light and just come out and try to kill this man, even though that would be righteous. I would take out somebody who's going to kill an innocent family. 
Um, but what I did was the logical thing for my freedom. Um, we just recorded his license plate. We recorded his license plate and uh, might report the guy. I don't know what the fuck you do in that situation. I feel like law enforcement is not even going to take that seriously. But like, there's a guy out there who is on his Instagram while driving. Is that a crime? Is that a fuck? That's got to be a crime. That's got to be a ticketable offense. But can you like, can the cops go and kick down his fucking door? You know, <laughs> kick down his door for like fucking allegations that he's driving like a dickhead. Um, insane though. Like what is going on in people's minds? My, the biggest thing that fucking deflated the situation was the illogical response. Like I would have been passionate if he, I would have continued my passion, probably did something stupid if he would have lied. If he would have said some bullshit, if he would have tried to like fucking bark back and be like, man, it was your fault. If any of those things would have happened, I would have stood in that frame of mind. But he really kind of like dismantled my emotion. He really, <laughs> he neutralized the fuck out of me with being purely fucking honest. The guy looked at me. He was like, man, I'm on my phone while I'm driving. I'm not paying attention to you. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Um, how's that for a fucking podcast intro, ladies and gentlemen? Um, I'm I'm telling you about a guy that I almost murdered. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Um, <laughs> so crazy, man. So fucking crazy. This world, this life is in motherfucking sane. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you fucking agree that this life is crazy? And what are we supposed to do in response to that craziness? Do we join the fucking party? Do we do we dip our feet? into the, the hot pool of insanity and get, get our, our noses wet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how your nose is on your foot. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but what do we do? Do we join in on that? Because I feel like that's how you profit in this fucking lifetime. That's how you survive. That is how you thrive. You got to out crazy everybody. Because that guy is going to, he's a kill or be killed kind of guy. That guy in that fucking car is a kill or be killed kind of guy. Somebody needs to murder him or he's going to kill somebody. I'm not saying maliciously. The motherfucker is scrolling Instagram and going 40 miles per hour in a fucking road. What the fuck is going on? Um, yeah. Uh, driving in different cities is crazy, man. Driving in different cities. And I've had like, I, I've run the fucking gamut. I've, I started driving very late, but I, I, I'm a really good driver. Um, but I did start driving really late. I'm a native New Yorker. So you don't fucking drive in New York. Like, that just doesn't even make sense unless you're, like, a billionaire and you get a driver. Um, you do taxis. You do the train. I grew up broke. I was on a motherfucking train, you know? I got train skills. I know how to fall asleep on a six train and wake up right when it's my fucking stop. That's what I'm good at, naturally. I didn't grow up with fucking cars and all that shit. But I became a pretty good driver. And when I started driving in New York City, um, I noticed fairly quickly the safest way to drive in New York City is aggressively. It is counterproductive to be defensive in New York. But there's one lesson here, and this applies to driving, this applies to life, ladies and gentlemen. What has survived you up to this point may be the very thing that kills you going forward. Does that make sense? Does that make fucking sense? The things that have brought you to the point that you are right now, healthy, happy, self-sustaining, successful, whatever has driven you to the point that you are fucking right now, that may be the very thing that kills you going forward. We need to always adapt to new situations. Times are always changing. The world is always rotating. We are ever growing older. Every fucking day, another minute, another hour, another day, another year, another decade. That is what's happening. 
You can't fucking fight gravity. You can, you can try. You can try to fight against gravity, but you're not going to fucking win. What's happening is fucking happening. Wouldn't you fucking agree? Um, I'm passionate right now. I'm sorry. The point of what I'm saying is in New York City, I had to learn very quickly that what I had learned, the style of driving aggressively, taking that fucking lane by force, not putting on my blinkers. If I took that and applied that to where I moved, I moved to Los Angeles after I lived in New York City, I would be dead very, very quickly. I (laughs) I would be dead fairly fucking quickly. So I had to adapt. Los Angeles is a different driving city. New York is predominantly aggression and very bad Indian drivers, <laughs> Indian taxi drivers who don't fucking obey any rules. They think it's Mumbai and they just drive. They just drive like they're dodging donkey shit on the road. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. In Los Angeles, however, this is the most transient city probably in the country. Everybody goes to Los Angeles from every fucking city on the fucking planet, really, in search of dreams, hopes for their future. I want to be an actor. I want to sit on the casting couch. I want somebody to come on my my shirt. I am now embodying every young woman in in Los Angeles. That's why they go. They go to get come on their face and star in a movie. Um, Most of them just get to come on their face. But because of this, you have a city that is an amalgamation of thousands of different driving styles. You have people from New York who drive very aggressively. You have people from the South, certain parts in the South where the roads are extremely open and there's not a lot of traffic. And so they take their motherfucking time and they cruise, baby. You have people who are from fucking Los Angeles, you know, who think it's funny. There's there's a funny thing. I remember my boys came to visit me. Um, We went for my 27th birthday to Vegas for a week. And then we stood a week in L.A. and we drove from Vegas to Los Angeles where I was living. And... um, the first thing they saw, we, we come into L.A., we drive into L.A., we get off the highway, and I think we're like on La Cienega, driving north. So, you know, if anybody's been to Los Angeles, you know that drive is fucking gorgeous. That's a fucking gorgeous view. The sun had set. You see all the lights on the, the fucking Hollywood Hills before you, and we're driving up, and I think we get to like, where were we? We were like uh, around the Beverly Center, uh, the Beverly Connection, and right to the passenger side of the car that I was driving... I tell my boys, I'm like, look at this. This is how you know you're in fucking Los Angeles. This is young white girl. She's in a uh, a pearly white Lexus. And she is packing a fucking bowl full of weed at a stop sign. <laughs> and lighting that bitch up. <laughs> lighting that bitch up in the driver's seat. Nobody else in the fucking car. She is getting motherfucking high off the gas in a weed pipe right at a red light. And I was like, welcome to L.A. So that's what you have to contend with as well. You have the aggressive New York drivers. You have the people from the South that don't really have to contend with traffic. And so they, they're cruising. You got people in L.A. that are on all types of fucking cannabis, cannabis oil, alcohol, barbiturate, every fucking type of schedule, anything drug you could fucking imagine. People in Los Angeles are high on and they are driving and they are driving. And that's what makes L.A. a different fucking driving city. You know what I mean? Because you have all these different driving styles and everybody's on the same road. Once again, back to the fucking moral of the story, the things that have survived you up to the point that you are at right now may be the very things that kill you going fucking forward. Right? Wouldn't you agree? I don't hear you agreeing. So I had to adapt. I I came out of New York City and I, I learned how to transition that 
aggressive style to a defensive driving style. In Los Angeles, I drove defensively. And I also smoked a little bit of weed. You know, I was like, when in Rome, you know what I'm saying? Um, I live in Atlanta now. And uh, I'm still trying to adapt to driving out here. This is probably the worst driving city. I would say that. And I know people from Los Angeles are going to be like, you're crazy. Los Angeles is way more dangerous. People drive way faster. Uh, there's, you know, 18 fucking lanes on a highway. <laughs> I get it. It is extremely dangerous. I used to see horrible crashes all the fucking time. But in Atlanta, firstly, whoever built the fucking roads in Atlanta, the highways, they're like retarded. They just made a whole bunch of circles. Everything's a fucking circle. It doesn't make sense. So whenever you're on a highway, excuse me, whenever you're on a fucking highway, it's just a long curve. It's just a long fucking curve. And you're just like, it's like you're, you're fucking riding a snake's back, a giant snake's back. That's what it fucking feels like. And um, the people down here, uh, they're driven by ego. They are driven by pure ego. How would I describe the psyche of the average person in Atlanta? It is as if Instagram, the persona of Instagram, not somebody's profile or the image they're trying to portray, but just the totality of Instagram manifested into a human being. That's everybody in Atlanta. Just fake asses, fucking, you know, tons of pronouns for no fucking reason. Uh, People with really, really nice cars that are still renting apartments. All that type of shit. (laughs) That's, that's where fucking Atlanta is, is the land of motherfucking fronting on you. You know, everybody got a front on you. Um, I see homeless guys with Dior t-shirts. You got to have it, baby. You got to fucking have it. And uh, they can't fucking drive or they choose not to drive in a humane manner uh, because everything is like an ego move. Like I'm going to be faster than you. And like, you know, I'll be in a fucking SUV and there's a lady next to me. She's like 75 years old. In a, in a fucking brand new sports car. Why the fuck is she in that car? I don't know. And the bitch will try to race me. I'm like, I'm not. Grandma, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is going on? Um, but that's what it's like out here. So I'm learning to adapt to this as well. And, you know, whatever comes forward. Be adaptable, folks. I will go back to the lesson of the motherfucking podcast. What has survived you up to this point may be the very thing that killed you. You have to learn your surroundings, your settings, and learn to adapt to it. That is survival. That is the foundation to surviving and and not only surviving, but thriving in this lifetime. And isn't that what you want to fucking do? Wouldn't you fucking agree? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another brand new episode of the Nothing Important Podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. That is me. Continue to listen. Continue to subscribe to content. Continue to like the videos on Instagram. Continue to click the links, continue to give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon Music. Keep fucking doing your thing. I'm going to keep doing my thing. And if you really want to keep me going, if you really want to help me drive this vehicle, fill up a tank of gas for me. Go over to that link in my highlights that says donations and support the channel. And we're going to grow together. Until next time.